What's up? What's up, everybody? This your boy Nick Sap on the pod. This is episode sixty-four of Council in the Clutch. Uh, today we got my man Cal. You. I don't got a drop, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got my man Q on the mic. Quentin's here. Don't you play that shit. <laughs> Quentin's here. Hey, that's tough, man. No, it ain't. No come on, no, come on no, down, come on down. No, no, come on, come on down to the front, Quinn. Come hey, to the man, front of the help, church. You got, you got, you got to help out, man. You got to help out. You can't say don't play it, but ain't, but ain't putting no ideas out. <laughs> no, I can. I can. I can actually do that. I just did. Quinn's here. All right. Sound like you getting going, called I'm to going. the. Sound <laughs> like you getting called to the front of the altar. I'm gonna see what the other show talking about. Hey, yo, SP, hit me up on the side. <laughs> hey, speaking of SP, where you at, fam? Ghost is here. Woo! <laughs> Tiger King. Oh we, need a, we need a good. We need a good drop for the Tiger King. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, we need to drop. We need to drop that quote where he was like, "This is gonna financially ruin me." <laughs> Hey, man, hey. All, all, I'm here to just, you know, put stuff in when y'all send it, man. You know, half of that got to be sent to me, you know. Hey, that's that's a deep but, cut. But but, but, I, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a classic, man. Uh, riding down the streets. <laughs> but, you know, and saying I'm good because you know who uh, must have been bumping that before she hopped on CNN? The goddamn Las Vegas mayor, Carolyn Goodman. Did y'all hear that shit? I saw the the super cut. I ain't I ain't want to sit there and watch twenty five minutes of a old white lady getting defensive and saying somebody said uh, that they didn't say something because I never mind. <laughs> Let's just say it, it turned you. <laughs> it did. Man, let All me tell. T- was no, 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 no. I didn't say <laughs> that. I didn't say that. 
You're twisting my words up. No, this is literally what you said, but okay. Shit. So what she said, uh, man, I wish we would have had a little... I should have sent you the video clip to include, but this lady came out here and said that she will volunteer Las Vegas, the city of Las Vegas in Nevada, uh, to open up as a control for COVID-19 spread. Yeah, I don't think she knew what a control group was when she said that. No <laughs> she probably thought it meant, like, we're going to control and make sure people don't get it. You know, instead of actually being, nah, hey, she, was, she was probably she was thinking they was gonna be the placebo group, the group that wasn't gonna get nothing, and that's what she was going with. Yeah, yeah, she. I mean, my man Anderson Cooper tried to double down, and she was like, "Yeah, the placebo. You know, the placebo doesn't get the drug." And Anderson was like, "Well, you know, the placebo usually gets the short end of the stick." And she was like, "Yeah, no, nah, that's all right." It's like, Whoa. <laughs> hey, you gotta be a you gotta be a certain type of individual to be the mayor of Las Vegas, and and she fits the mold. Nah, the part that blew me the the most is, is the fact that when uh Anderson Cooper questioned her, he said, "Oh, so you won't be out there on the on that uh oh, yeah. on the people, huh?" She avoided that. No, she said, "No, I don't gamble." Really? <laughs> no, he had to ask her like four times because she kept but trying she, to talk over it. But she said she won't even go be out there. Be out. I there. have to be at home. I cook meals for my family. <laughs> said, I work. I work seven days a week and cook every meal. I was like, okay, you crazy. So, 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 Karen, aka Carolyn, why are we not going to be out there? You want to be with the people? Man, oh, it's crazy. Sounds like she actually does gamble to me. Maybe not with money. She, she gambling with the with the citizens of Las Vegas. Oh, everybody. Man, that's sick. That's sick. That was crazy. She, she wild. And I seen a post, uh, uh, I think it was like earlier this week, not earlier this week, but uh, earlier last week. And it was like, uh, I guess some lady had called the, the governor's mansion in Georgia and was trying to get a tour set up. And uh, I guess to whoever the person that was working there was getting all upset, saying like, we're in the middle of a pandemic, it's not open for tours. And then the lady was like, well, if the governor go open the state up, then why ain't they opening up the uh, governor's mansion? <laughs> And then uh, the, the, the worker person was getting mad and hung up. But I'm like, shoot, she got a valid point. If you, go, you opening up the state to be allow people to go out to certain places to do certain things, the governor's mansion should be, and all city buildings should be the first things that are opening up. If you're not willing to wish put yourself out there because you know, already know what's going on, then it's like, that don't make sense. I don't know, man. Some of these uh, people out here, they just they showing they they just true colors, man. They kind of sick. I heard the uh, governor, when the lieutenant governor in Texas uh, said that, man, there's more important things than living. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. I, 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 <laughs> I was weak. I was like, what? <laughs> he said he said the elderly need to need to uh, sacrifice themselves for the economy. He said, "There's more, more, more important things to live in." Then he said something about uh, oh, I forget what it was. Oh man, he said something. It won't. It's quite as people are dying that never died before. It won't die funny. But he said <laughs> something else. Forget what it was. Yeah, I don't know. These people wilding, man. Yeah, like you said, they they really. I ain't even gonna say they showing their colors. They just they really riding for their top dog. Even though no, they, they showing their colors. Top dog, no king. A lot of, a lot of, them, a, lot of them are, a lot of them are showing their colors because of what it what it comes down to for a lot of them is quite frankly it's uh 
is disgusting. But what it comes down to for a lot of them is um, re- uh, not religion, but political parties. Like yeah. a lot of them are so attached to conservative views and conservative parties um, affiliation that they're doing things that I'm not going to say they don't believe in, but it's almost like I said, it's, it's, it's believing this over anything else. It's like they believing run, running with the party regardless of what they say. That's that's what happened. Yeah. I've been saying ever since Trump got elected, this is where I've been saying the same thing. A lot of these uh, like Republican uh, congressmen, senators, all of that, they aren't as stupid as they sound. They're intelligent people. They know what they're talking about. They have to dumb themselves down to agree with the dumb stuff that Trump says. Yeah, that's and, once, and once this part, is, once this is, once he's out of office, they're gonna be scrapping, get uh, hard as hell trying to figure out how to not rebrand themselves, but get themselves back to how they were as far as people's opinions on them. Because once this is over, we're gonna be looking at them like you the same person that was back in Trump when he was talking about drinking bleach and deodorant, not deodorant, <laughs> but bleach. And goddamn Clorox and all that stuff. <laughs> top of, top of hot. Top yeah, of hot. You, you, were, you were with him on that note. Yeah. Even though you knew that was wrong. But you rolled with him because he was president and this, that, and the third. So now you're trying to act like you're intelligent, which you are. But nobody nobody's rocking with that no more. Because it's like you already showed us that it's not about the good of the people. It's about the good of whomever that pre- the presidential candidate is. Hey man, they they definitely uh are they in that uh that I forget who is that who's um they they that J Rock song win 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 fuck everything else win 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 <laughs> they, they don't care man but I saw just a like a quick tweet it was saying how uh some conservative I I, I can't remember exactly who I just read the the the, the title said that man and, and what they quoted him saying was that hey. Uh, is it better they they pose the question? Is it better for them to to win or lose uh, the Republicans in this upcoming election? And the dude was like, "Hey man, it's better we lose because uh, you know probably for that same reason you just laid out, cute that they just need to reset after this is all." Time being stupid, man. <laughs> hey, I got some quotes here from uh, the Lieutenant Governor of Texas, Mr. Dan Patrick. Hold on, Dan Patrick. Hey, when I saw Dan Patrick, gonna have to clear that up. Like, look, that is that me. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, damn. But no, Dan Patrick, not from Texas. (laughs) No relation. There are more important things than living, and that's saving this country for my children and grandchildren, and saving this country for all of us. He said. Then again, uh, I don't, I don't want to die. He added, nobody wants to die, but man, we got to take some risks and get back in the game. And get the country back up and running. Uh, the te- Texas official stood by his remark by his March remarks and said the country should not have been locked down. I'm thankful that we are now beginning to open up Texas and other states because it's long overdue. We cannot endure this much longer. He added, even every month we stay closed, it's going to take two or three months to rebuild. Patrick also said that every life is valuable, but. Texas should not be shut down because a small percentage of the population is dying. Yeah, I uh, saw that part too. Nick said, we're talking yeah. about 250, not 2.9 million. Yeah. Texas, <laughs> Texas uh, 2019 population estimated uh, estimate reached almost 29 million people. The coronavirus has, has infected 19,500 roughly Texans, leading to 
just short of 500 fatalities, according to the uh, state's health department. And then there's just a whole bunch more stuff he was saying. But, yeah, y'all get the gist of how wild he is. Hey, Ron Dolph said he bought two armored trucks because Trump taking us to war. So he did I'm going to take that to my bank. And yep. it's not looking too good at this point. You better use them investments. Hey, man, look. Niggas is about to get to the point where we too old to get drafted anyway, so. Oh, no, nah, we already passed that. Oh, I ain't worried about going to war, nigga. No, nah, the draft age is like something young. Y'all was supposed to take the alley, man. Oh, I was so focused on what you were talking about. God. Don't worry, man. Hey, I had this in the bag. I had. It. Hey, we got this in the bag. <laughs> I'll say one last thing on this though. Have y'all seen oh, the picture? Have y'all seen the, the picture of uh, Pence in, in uh, Mayo Clinic with no mask yeah, on, where everybody no else got on. the mask, talking to the guy who got the COVID? No. I, yeah, I literally just saw that. Like he, how you you in the clinic? Everybody around you got masks on. Doctors have masks on. Because they got the cure for politicians already, man. Come on now. She crazy. Look at at death right in his eye, but like, I get the cure. (laughs) Speaking of of the cure, Cincinnati Bengals think Joe Barrows is the cure for their disease that they had the last couple of years of not winning playoff games. What's that? That loser disease? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Lose a lose a Titus a locus. This nigga said a swollen, <laughs> a swollen lost a locus. <laughs> so uh, swollen, yeah. swollen lost nose. Hey, man, <laughs> that's things, what it things is, happen. Man. Things happen. But no, we had a had an NFL draft this uh this past week. Interesting, different from our previous years, being that it was all virtual. There were no in house people walking across the stage. Everything was via camera, which was a uh, I'd have to say a lot more entertaining being the, the thing that we were seeing in the background. Yep. But um, we'll get into that in a second. I'm going to just run, run across the top 10 picks real fast. We had uh, Joe Burrows from LSU quarterback to the Bengals, Chase Young, uh, uh, shit, to Washington, Jeff. O-H. Jeff. Jeff to, uh, to the Lions. Andre Thomas to the Giants. Uh, Tua went to the Dolphins. Justin Herbert, or uh, shit, Oregon, uh, went to the Chargers. Derrick Brown, Panthers. Isaiah Simmons, Arizona. CJ Henderson, uh, the Jags. And Jedrick Willis Jr. went to uh, Cleveland. That was your top 10 picks. The uh, top. Well, obviously, we, everybody was already knew Bur- uh, Burroughs was going and Chase were going. Uh, I don't know how, how sh- locked in the Lions pick was for uh, the Ohio oh, State cornerback, was it? Yeah, yeah that, that, was, uh, that was pretty clear. Oh, yeah, okay. they tried the old yeah. boy. Yeah, they didn't want to pay him. Yeah, true that, true that, true that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so then we had five and six. We had Tua and Justin Herbert. So Tua was up high on some people's grade. Uh, draft boards low on some people just because of injuries and whatnot like that. But Dolphins took a took a calculated risk and they, they feel like they got their quarterback of the future. Uh, San Diego they decided they was gonna draft somebody to give Ty some competition at quarterback. No, so they, they drafted somebody to replace him. Yeah, they, they did. But yeah, hopefully we, you know, we already know the deal. Yeah, hopefully you know. Yeah, we ain't yeah. stupid. 
mean, hopefully, yeah, they, hopefully uh, Ty, you know, he do his thing out there and hold down that job. But does not matter, though? But does it? It doesn't because he can get uh, Cleveland Brown all over again. Yeah, that's unfortunate. They they yeah. clearly want uh, Sunshine to be their quarterback of the future. So, you know. Nah, Sunshine's still in college. Oh, you mean uh, Clemson? Well, yeah. I'm here, though, so, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I got what you was. I, I got. I got you was doing. I, I caught the alley. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Somebody catching alleys. Don't. <laughs> Things happen. It's all good. I mean, he he, he West Coast man, so you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, um, y'all got any, any other surprises? Y'all got? Yes, Jalen hurts. Jalen. Oh well, yes, one hundred percent, definitely. That that is a setup. If I've ever seen a setup. I don't. I don't understand I don't, that pick by any stretch of the imagination. Nigga, my live uh, response to that jump. On IG was like, what? <laughs> I was like, hope they don't mess his man career up. I, I just don't like it. Because if you're trying to make him a gimmick guy, like. Hold on, hold on. on. So, for those who don't know, Jalen Hurts, quarterback from uh, Oklahoma slash Alabama previously, uh, he went to the Eagles, where they already have their quote unquote God quarterback that always. 100 million. Carson. Carson uh, uh, Wentz. Yeah, Wentz. The president of Wentzavania. Yeah. So, he's already there. He's. He, Went to like what 24, 25 ish, maybe something like that. I don't know. He's young, he's very all I know young. Is he's, he's, not... he's brittle, he's brittle. That's all I know. Yeah, he is. He's also brittle, but he's he's a young so drafting another quarterback that could potentially be a starter in the league with your after, second round after some, after some time, though. Gotta be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, my, my biggest thing is not even that they drafted him, it's where they drafted him. Yeah, like, in the even though round, I don't like the Eagles, like you could have done something else with a second round pick. Like you didn't way- need him at a at quarterback. Nah, yeah, they just gonna... grabbed, they grabbed him because they were scared somebody else was gonna get him. Yeah, and it just came out that uh, they that they're gonna try to run him at some true running back plays. I'm like, yo, that why? He's, Come on, he's man. not a it's running a back. He's not built like a running back. Man, like six two two something. Like, yeah, they don't get that man killed that way. And then they were talking about running like two quarterback system. Like with both of them on the field at the same time, doing like you say a bunch of gimmicky type stuff. But hold on, is you can't develop, Jim, you can't develop Jim, like that. Is Jim Kelly still a coach? Uh, from who's Chip that? Kelly? No, yeah. Chip Kelly. Bingo. No, he he at UCLA now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, Chip Kelly went to uh, San Diego. I mean San Fran first, I think. It's more so disrespectful to him. Like y'all, y'all really drafting me. Only way to work out if if wins get hurt again. Which is a possibility, but like you said, a Very second hard. round pick on a quarter on on your backup quarterback, that's crazy. It ain't even that. It's just for what they're using them for. Like you, you, you literally spent a second round pick for what you're trying on to make ten, a on, black on taste maybe of like se- six, seven plays a game, essentially. Exactly, and if y'all are drafting all and picking up receivers and everything like that, it shouldn't even be close where where you need these gimmick plays. Nah. So I I just don't get where the organization was going with that, but I'm not an NFL GM, so I have no right to talk. <laughs> so Yeah. But I mean that's yeah. if you really believe that, you know, I I feel I feel that they probably said that just to say, oh, we can do multiple things other than him just being the backup waiting to replace uh Carson. Because how does that work though? Two quarterbacks if you got like they say if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have none. True. Yeah, until one of them go down, like he did that's in the playoffs. Right. That's, the, that's the only thing that that you really like banking on. Like, it's it's him getting if he gets hurt, then it I worked mean, out. But he's been getting hurt like every yeah. year. Yeah, Wentz is twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the body of a 
42-year-old. You know what? Tom Brady put voodoo on that boy. <laughs> That's why. Mm-hmm. Somehow his Brazilian wife put voodoo on Wentz, and he's getting hurt because he got a 42-year-old man body. I don't know. It's late. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> Cal, how did your uh, how did your Ravens fare? Oh, well, my Ravens pick up J- picked up J.K. Dobbins. I'm running back from the Ohio State University, so backfield just got a little bit more dangerous. Um, what about my actual team? Pick? You said what? What about their first round pick? I don't know because yeah. I'm not a Ravens fan. But that's just cool. oh, now you, so you're a Broncos fan again. Did I ever say anything about the Broncos? So who who was your team then, sir? No, I'm, did I say anything about the Broncos, sir? So 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 continue. Nah, yes continue. or no? See or no? Continue. Did I say anything about the Broncos? It doesn't matter. Continue. Because you're on, about Eric. to. Go come, ahead. Come on, no. come on, Eric. No, come on, Eric. Continue. Come on, Eric. Come on, Eric. We got all night. I don't have to go to work tomorrow. I, I ain't got to go to well to ten. So let's do it. has to go to work tomorrow. SP has to go to work tomorrow. So continue what you were about to say about your team, sir. Oh, I wasn't going to say anything about anybody in particular because you know I'm not allowed to talk about that team. SP, well, what do you what's on your 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 new newly found well newly oldly newly found KC Chiefs? Hey man, it's repeat. No matter what. No matter what. You see, right. you see who had the helm. Then you'll just get like a short, a short receiver or something like that. Running back in the first round, uh, dude out of LSU, uh, Hell, Hellier. Yeah, somebody got somebody got a receiver in. Oh, somebody got a receiver in there. One of the Chiefs receivers. I'm not the shortest nigga in the league no more. That was hype. Oh, That's yeah. what the Chiefs. Oh man, I ain't got no team. Okay, 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 okay. No, nah, I'm 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 a I'm an unaffiliated die easy. And honestly, I'm a if if I gotta pick a team, you know what I'm saying, I would go with the Eagles. This well, nigga said Cowboys, so it could have been worse. <laughs> hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. But no, nah, I like that uh I, I like how you know y'all talked about taking a calculated risk with Tua Tonga Vailoa, but you know what? I'm happy for my man's cause he get to go down to Miami, beautiful weather. I'm sure they got beautiful facilities. He get to go and sit for at least a year or two because uh, Fitzpatrick was balling out last year, pro bowler. So you know, only I'm reason ha- he gonna sit is medical, man. Hey, medical, but he could be ready to play. They might throw him a few snaps, you know, just to get him to see the speed. So you know, I'm I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, I might not even play in preseason. He might get hurt. <laughs> I ain't know, I ain't know this nigga broke both both his wrists in college. How you play quarterback and break both of your wrists? It was oh, that's broke. hard. Like, talk, talking about Winston being brittle, this this guy is is very brittle at, at, at a tender age of what 21, 20? Yeah, that, he got so many injuries. Yeah, it's crazy. This, it's had, something in that water in Hawaii, man. He didn't have most. Is. He didn't have more surgeries than the old nigga. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, y'all got anything else on the draft as far as uh you know surprises? Yeah, anything y'all anything y'all like y'all saw? Um, hey, not for real, because I wasn't really. It wasn't really a lot of players where I'm like, okay, I'm you running this nigga. Yeah, it's, it wasn't like too many niggas. But the dope part about the draft this year, even though it's a little different than it was, uh, you know, the previous years with them, you know, doing a graduation across the stage, you know, and shaking hands with the commissioner. But you got to see everybody's family, like how they lived, you know, in the like the actual, you know, in the moment celebrations, man. I thought that part was pretty dope. And, you know, I heard some people and talking to some others like, Actually, that was pretty interesting, and I don't know if we could. That's viable for like everybody in the going into the future, 
but at least given the opportunity to just have that camera there and like to see the reaction in real time, that actually was pretty dope. Yeah. Spe- speaking of that, as we were saying earlier, we got some interesting reactions from uh, some draft picks. So we're going to start with uh, n- the newly uh, newly drafted Cowboy, C.D. Lamb, receiver out of Oklahoma. He, uh, he might have had one of the most memorable draft moments. So uh, as we watch for the whole world to see, he was on, the, on a phone with, I'm assuming, the Cowboys talking to their ownership maybe or whatnot. And uh, the phone in his lap rung. His girlfriend was sitting beside her, just beside him. Uh, she reached down and picked his phone up, apparently to uh, answer the call from what they were saying. He looked over, saw that she had his phone in her hand, and immediately did the I'm cheating snatch. Hey, did he look over? Because when I'm looking at the tape, it looked like he used his peripheral. His mama was looking like, girl, if you don't put... <laughs> So, yeah, so that's what mama, I looked at his mama the whole time. I ain't worried about that nigga face. Hey, his, his mama looks like Angela Bassett over there. Yeah, she <laughs> definitely looked like Angela Bassett, which is funny. <laughs> but no, and so from, from our perspective, it was it looked like, you know, like, bitch, what you doing with my phone type situation. That's exactly what it looked like. And then they came out afterwards and was saying that it was his agent that called and she was trying to answer it for him. And then he was saying, no, it ain't like that. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. That was dope. That was funny. But, you know what? Yeah. We, we, we can go with what we saw. And you know how black Twitter do. They did what they do. Shit, they found show the IG page and slander her in the comments and all types oh, of things. I was about they? to say, they found out she used to talk to uh, uh, Trey Young when he was in college. Really? Yeah. Oh, y'all, did you see that? Nah, yeah, she, she used to talk one. to uh, Trey yeah. Young when he was in Oklahoma. Hey, she and know how to pick that. Oh, yeah, that's not that's not looking good. That's probably and, and then I put one or two together. I was like, that's probably why his mama looked at her like that. Like oh, she thinks she got one now. <laughs> nah, son, her her mama looking like man. I don't, like you ain't gonna last, bitch. You are not gonna last. <laughs> hey, and and speaking of mamas looking at uh, people, uh, I don't know buddy name. So if anybody knows his name to to, to do this little intro part, I don't know his name. If not, he was uh, for the Raiders. Yeah, I say he was. Yeah, but I say he was. He said from where? I think he was with the Raiders. Okay, well, was it the Raiders? I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. We know y'all all oh, know Titans. Who, Titans. Titans. Where was he picked yeah. at? So I can say his actual name. Do we know? Uh, mother pulled woman off left during the film. Props his mom for watching up for her son. Keep getting up. Uh, Isaiah Wilson. Isaiah Wilson. Tennessee where Titans. Was, where was he drafted at? I mean, uh, like just, what? Well, it don't matter. He's, uh, he's, even no. I was I was trying to go to the thing just to click on it, but uh, so we got you said Isaiah Wilson. Yeah. So he's a new newly found uh, Tennessee Titan, and he had probably the second most memorable moment. So uh, his his girlfriend, as Roy would say, is a uh, what do Roy call him? Ivory. Queen? Nah, no, nah, I call them Ivory Queens. Not Yeah, Yeah, so. Yeah, his girlfriend is one of those. And Ivory. As, he getting, as he was getting the phone call, she I guess he was saying what was going on and she kind of just like laid on top of him. It looked like she was just like excited. She was probably crying and shit. And uh Young Bull Moms came out of nowhere and and snatched uh, her off. Like, nowhere. She was standing there with her hand on the hip the whole time. If you watch that, don't snatched her off like <laughs> like she was trying to pin him for the hardcore title. And she came. She came in for it. 
type situations if, if y'all watch wrestling. But that's not the point. So she came in, pu- pulled her off, kind of like, this is my baby moment. You need to back up off the camera. <laughs> and of course. Did you see the extended version though? Nah, I don't. Nah. Nigga. So, all right. Mama's standing behind the whole time with a hand on the hip. Then she's like, nah, move, move, move. So she stood there for a couple seconds. And then I don't know if it was like a little sister, auntie, something. I don't know who came in. Somebody came in, jumped on them, and they started throwing confetti on them. And then like grandma came in or something like that. He ain't see Karen again. But that was funny because everybody else started jumping in like a couple seconds later. Like she gave him the goal. Like, go ahead. Y'all good. But yeah. Mumble type. Uh, first of all, bit family first. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Too. So, so again, Black Twitter did what they do. Slander was coming. He, he I seen, uh, I saw he made a comment talking about, um, he was telling somebody. He was telling somebody's. Uh, somebody had posted on Twitter. He was telling. It was like a, a mag, not a magazine, but like a like a reporter. He was telling him to take it down, talking about his girl like that. And this, that, and the third. He was a little upset, but yeah, memorable moments in the draft this year. I, it was that was solid. That'll be a that'll be a yearly thing that we have to go that we yeah, go back. It, it definitely came. The, the draft won't too memorable. Even though, speaking of the draft, y'all see Roger Goodell, I swear he, like, changed his clothes, like, three or four times. Yeah, he changed <laughs> the fit for the occasion. He said, yo, y'all third round, I ain't need to dress up for y'all. <laughs> Put my sweatpants back on. Hey, no, nah, though. What was getting me, and uh, it's a lot of memes about this. It's like, man, these niggas was trying to pull up all the hardships in niggas' lives. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, going I, I, I peeped the joke. He was talking about, dude, his, his mom was a drug addict for, like, 16 years or something like that. I forgot who it was that got he got drafted, but it it, it it was naming off all of his accomplishments, and then at the bottom it was like mother was a drug mother whatever her name was was a drug addict for well a recovering drug addict of sixteen years, and I was like was that like was that necessary? Damn, <laughs> <laughs> like like for real though. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, yeah. but you know what? Oh, what's that? ASAP. ASAP. I don't know what you're doing, but every time you do something, the notes go out of order. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. I'm gonna stop touching it. But go ahead, that's Thank me. you, sir. <laughs> you're making my job super hard right now. I'm like, man. I was definitely about to comment on that shit in a little bit. Like, yo, why does shit keep I, on goddamn I, 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 I was looking at it, but then I was like, all right, I guess maybe Cal just doing something. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I fixed it and then every time Sap do something, they don't just Randomly readjust. I'm like, yo, I'm really trying to get these time stamps right now. It's just stressing me out. Some some yeah. may say it's stressing you out as if you were a, a head coach. Yeah, they 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 may they may say that. <laughs> such as Phil Jackson was stressed out by Dennis Rodman deserting the team for Las Vegas for several days. But was um, he, was he though? He might have took a few drops of acid to you know mellow out or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of which, uh, apparently that was one of the one of the things that we found out about Phil Jackson. I mean, if you look at uh, his personality Phil, and Phil, uh, Phil was dropping acid, yeah, yeah. They, they talked about it. You know, I don't care. Multiple occasions, but um, they they talked about him doing it. Um, yeah, so Phil Jackson. Uh, <laughs> The last dance really covered well. I think one of the things that it covered well was the fact that uh, Tex Winter, um, his basketball philosophy, his basketball mind, as far as coming up with the triangle offense, 
even showed a couple examples of the operation of the triangle offense. Um, and it ultimately showed Phil Jackson's relationship with Tex and his incorporation of the triangle offense with the Chicago Bulls. Um, not only that, but it also went into Phil's background, kind of his upbringing, kind of his beginning of his career as far as a professional basketball coach, uh, coaching, I think it was, uh, was it Dominican? Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Oh. Hey, no, 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 no. I've been there with somebody. No, we're not going there. It's, it's not the same. But, um, yeah, so for me personally, it kind of it kind of changed um, slightly, but not a lot. My perspective on Phil Jackson, the coach, as far as his career, as far as his legacy, um, just for the simple fact that ignorantly, I believe that he was the one that came up with the triangle offense and he was the SP, one that did it. Huh? I, I told you this on the podcast that he didn't come up with. <laughs> I don't remember that. But no, we, we talked when we talked about it before, we talked about the greatest coaches. I said, yo, he didn't even come up with the triangle. He's using somebody else's philosophy. Oh, I kind of, I probably, I probably just brushed that under the rug. It might, it might have been after the forty five minute mark. He popularized. It. Yeah, because when yeah. you think when you think triangle offense, you think Phil Jackson. So he may have not come up with this. Yeah, but that's because he's the face. That's because yeah. he's the face. I mean, when we when when you think of New Deal, you think of uh, fuck is his name, FDR, but you don't you don't necessarily think that he's the one that created all of that all of that legislation. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He was the face of it. Yeah, he was yeah, the yeah, he was like, yeah, he was the face. Yeah. Like you said, Phil, Phil was the face of the triangle. When you think, when you hear triangle offense, you think, think Bulls, you think Lakers. You, that's what you think. You don't think of whom he got, whoever he got it from, because. Well, to your point, that's 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 kind of my question. Like, so did y'all's perspective on uh, Phil Jackson's legacy change from? Uh, watching the last dance, or of knowing that information as far as about Tex Winter and so forth. Well, I didn't sharp GIF head shake. No, <laughs> yeah, I, about to, I didn't. I didn't like I said. I ain't. I ain't watch it, so I don't know any, any of the intricate detail part of that. But I know my opinion didn't change. Phil's still the best coach of all time statistically. So he said, "Who?" All I'm gonna say is, he said Phil's the best coach statistically of all times. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But all I got to say is the documentary, because I actually watched it. I was like, okay, I'm going to actually watch this one. It actually just exemplified my opinion about him. Basically, he did not. He's getting credit for a system that he didn't come up with. And also, he's a manager of people. He's not really out here with the X's and O's. Like his, his, his thing, like, you know how coaches have their stamp? His stamp is, I'm able to manage personalities. However, not necessarily the. To to that very point, isn't that what a head coach is? Pretty much. Yeah, but again, like you asked if my opinion changed, and that my opinion. No, changed. yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so I answered your question, sir. I feel like I'm in court right now. Too nah. <laughs> it's, it's, your, it's your opinion, but you know, numbers is what what proves whom to whom. And but I'll no, say, you know, I, I, uh, I, I can't give you that. I, I disagree with that. With that nah. statistic. Yeah, but the thing is, a little bit different. As a like as a you know basketball fan, you know, always hearing that, oh, Phil Jackson's the best coach of all time. I'm like, okay, that's true, but I feel like this 
has given a, a real picture of why he could seriously be considered that because, you know, he came in, you know, really just managed that team, you know, one of the, like he managed several great teams, like, and got the most out of them with difficult people that probably others would not have been able to get, yeah, especially so the, dealing with Mike Jack. The, the thing about the thing about Phil Jackson is, you can say like you're saying he's a he's a manager of people, which is fine. That's 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 uh, an acceptable opinion on him. But tell me, what coach uh, isn't a good manager of people? No, considered great. We don't we don't we don't know if another coach could have done it. So the fact that we don't know. We have to only go with what we do know. And what we do know is Phil Jackson has 11, 11 uh, NBA titles and 13 conference titles and has the best playoff percentage record, the best, most wins as of, in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah. So I also, I, I don't know the numbers, but I would also say he probably coached the most Hall of Famers. But, you know, that's not, you know, it, yeah, that's probably, not up for debate. He, he, but that, that's no, cool. he, he may, that may be true. He, he coached, what, three of the, probably top 10 best players ever, which is 100% true. But again, we don't know if another coach could have came in and done the exact same thing he did. So since we don't know that, we can't make – it's only opinions. I but think the facts are the numbers. The, the numbers, you don't you can't argue with the numbers. Those are facts. Yeah, you can yeah, only yeah. make opinions on how you thought about, what you think about, what could have happened. I think Phil Collins could have got he could have got maybe an opportunity if uh, Jerry Krause would have forced Tex Winter's philosophies on the Collins, but since it didn't look like that was going to happen, that's pretty much why he slowly but surely pushed Collins up out of the door. And you can tell in the um, in the documentary how Phil Collins feels about it. Oh, it's Doug. It's Doug. Oh, yeah, I, I was trying to feel like you know I was feeling something in the air, you know. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, like, <laughs> like, like I was ready to hit my drum solo. But yeah, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, let you let you and the baby get y'all solo in real quick. Yeah, he was cool on ad libs. By the way, the baby's not in my house. It is in Sam's house. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody be, listening somehow perfect. landed thirty-eight minutes. Like, I'm got a baby. That's great. <laughs> I mean, this record. would be this would be how somebody finds out about Kyle having a kid. Nah, it definitely would be like randomly seeing me like in Target or something. No, nah, no, nah, it, it would be on the podcast, yeah. and they Ooh. accidentally heard a baby in the background. No, nah, I, w- I would definitely edit that out. Yeah, you probably would. The whole right. segment gone. Right. Damn, I lost the entire show. <laughs> oh, man. Did, did somebody, somebody hacked the whole podcast. We got to start over from scratch. That other show? New, ah. new, na- uh, new name and everything. <laughs> All right, back but, to this topic, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but so, to as that far point, as it goes, oh, go ahead, uh, Seth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, but to that point, uh, they made an excellent, like, I think analogy was that, yeah, you can uh, you can say, yeah, we're going to throw it to Michael, and Michael, you go do your thing. But the thing is, for the other, you know, 45 minutes of the game, like, other players got to get involved, and that wasn't happening, like, easily with, like, the just the ISO on Jordan and pick and roll, pick and pop, you know, just free of Jordan to score, you know, all the points. But the thing is, like the triangle offense just gets the ball movement, get everybody else involved. And then once all that breaks down and you just need somebody to make something, boom, that's where Jordan come into play. 
Jordan overrated, man. Oh, Sterling, I really appreciate you being open minded, just like trying to open up facilities. (laughs) (laughs) The NBA is uh, thinking about opening up facilities. They originally wanted to open it up uh, May 1st, but with some teams' concerns, um, they pretty much pushed it back to May 8th. Um, But with that, they. a lot of people were kind of talking about like unfair advantages because the the rule is kind of like the city that you play in, uh, if they have like a little bit more lax rulings as far as like for quarantine and everything, uh, you know, you can start inviting people in. But the thing with that, uh, I guess they just decided to push everything back, give everybody a little bit more time to see what the states are going to do. But it sounds like the NBA is starting to come back. Um, y'all hype or y'all really don't care? What's going on with that? No, I really don't care because it's not gonna come back in the fifteenth. That's late. Yeah, the then season they, not. I don't think the season gonna start no time soon. They might come back and be able to practice maybe, and we might get some clips of them practicing. Yeah, but season ain't coming back no time I, soon. I was telling somebody else like, first off, they have to come back, like you yeah. said, to practice. They give them twenty five days to uh, train though. Like the goal <laughs> is to give them twenty five. 25 days of training, and then they're going to try to give them some tune-up games. And, they're yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I was about to get into that. They have to have some uh, some type of time frame to be able to to get back up to speed because there's no way that you would tell me, even as a professional athlete, you're going to get like one or two weeks and then, all right, guys, we're back to competition. Like, nah, I don't nah, think it's going to work like that. They were so. trying to do 25, 25 days. uh some tune-ups, and also for the teams that don't are in cities that can't really open back up, they're trying to make up some contingency plans for them to you know be able to still open like train and everything. So no, they're not they're not they're not doing some NFL stuff. You know, Roger Goodell be like, "Yo, y'all good? Y'all I ain't gonna. I, ain't gonna I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA season not necessarily canceled, but here's my thing. All right, based off of what we were just saying. Okay, so let's say, for example, estimated 25 days. They open up back on the 15th as far as practices. You talking about, what, end of June when they start, start, as far as, like, actually playing official games? So, like, what are they going to be playing? What are they going to be playing? Huh? Think about it. Think about it. Niggas have been trying to get the NBA pushed back to start on Christmas for years. Nah. Perfect opportunity to – in late and then start late because you have a built-in excuse of okay we can't just start back up i get it but what i'm saying is do you not think the nfl is gonna have some pushback on that it's two different organizations you can't tell me what to do and also Uh, preseason football is not really watched Maybe the first and last game, but you're not watching the second preseason game yeah but right now where where the it's unprecedented. So like at this point, you we we really don't know the itch that a lot of sports viewers scratch are willing to are willing to scratch at or the level. So and I say that to think of, oh my bad. No, I was gonna say I say that to say like shit. And then he's then he uh, muted himself. <laughs> I'm unmute him. <laughs> well, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to uh, clear my screen from going on sleep, but you trying to bang um, on the table, try to emphasize his point. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, so the thing is, you have all these people who are dying for sports entertainment right now, and I feel like you're gonna have a lot of people glamoring to 
preseason football this year in particular because of what's going on. SP, let's think about the let's think about this. Preseason football technically doesn't start until like what August, early August. Yeah, it's August. Which puts you kind of at the end of the NBA season. Do you really think somebody's going to watch a preseason uh, uh, Seattle versus, I don't know, the Patriots over watching the NBA Finals? Yep, I'm going to tell you why. Let's let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers as far as... Mind you also, SB, preseason football is regional too. Currently. But that's but but that's neither here nor there. Again, let's look at the numbers uh, in terms of the people that tuned in to watch the horse game that was advertised nationally. The horse game? Oh, horse. oh, oh, oh yeah. Horse. That yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, no. actually happened. These are not. See, you, yeah, you're, trying to, you're trying to compare that to to the actual NBA. That's not apples and apples. That's like just like these niggas playing two K. I'm not gonna sit there and watch niggas play 2K. Definitely sit down and watch. But that's niggas my, actually playing basketball. But but okay, so that, that's my point. Look at the let's look at the numbers. I'm not I'm not asking about what me or you are going to watch. I'm asking what the the viewing audience is going to watch. No, they're watching anything right now. But okay, thank you, thank you. But the thing and is, you're, you're not proving your point about football though. But the thing is, they're not going to watch anything because. They won't watching people play basketball, video games, and they're not watching people play in their backyard, but continue. Yeah, my thing is, I, I don't know if you're trying to say that people are going to watch football because at, at the end of the day, football is America's sport. I don't care what they say about baseball. Everybody loves football. Everybody watches football. Football pulls in more numbers per week than, than the NBA could, could dream of. But when we talk about preseason versus the NBA Finals, no, because you got to think about the World Series. The World Series pulls ratings Way bigger than their regular season games, so it's a championship. You can't. I don't. I don't. I don't understand the logic of saying a preseason football game is gonna be more viewed than a prime time. Well, for one, timing wise, it's not even gonna be on the same time because final games either come on at like six, seven, or eight, depending on kind of like the the time. But no, actually, seven or eight. And most preseason football games are early. Okay, you're digging. You're digging too deep into the minutiae of it. So no, because you you're not you're not. You're not taking in the relevance of the current time is what I'm saying. I would need a formula for this because I'm still not seeing what you're trying to say. There is no- the current, the current time or not, if you break it down to it, it's a championship series versus a preseason game. I don't care what's going on in the world. If you love sports, which one are you going to watch? That's the, and that's the issue, bro. You have to care what's going on in the world currently because that that, that that's exactly my so point. So, w- w- what's your logic then? So, a nigga who's sitting at home, quarantine, would rather watch people who are not going to make the football team just for the love of football, where they can actually watch history be made. For the, I need to understand your logic of what that viewer that's going to pick football or basketball because at the end of the day. NBA is not trying to pull NFL fans. They're trying to keep their fans. Most NBA fans are going to watch basketball over a preseason football game. I don't I don't really think I don't think that could really be like a debatable thing. I mean, at the end of the day, if you like basketball, you like basketball for what it is, but seeing a fifth string quarterback from a D2 college I I, I don't see it, man. I don't think it's like an apples to apples comparison. Now, if you're talking about this is the first week game, Okay, you got me on that one. If they're playing a Monday night game for the NBA Finals, a uh, game three, and then you have 
let's say, I don't know who started, let's say the Bucks versus the the Patriots, just because that's going to be a hot ticket if they even play. That NFL is going to win that. But a game four, five, six, seven, something that has actual meaning to it versus a non-meaningful playoff game, I mean, a preseason game, I don't see it. All right, three points here. First, you don't. We don't know what the schedule is going to be because we don't know what the restrict when the restrictions are going to be lifted, when the actual practices are going to be. Yeah, we're arguing hypotheticals at this point. I yeah, that was the whole point of the. Of yeah, the okay, yeah, that's going to watch what. Okay, that's the first point. Second point, the NBA Finals. A lot of people only watch the NBA Finals because there isn't other sporting events, live sporting events going on at that time. Everybody that's watching NBA Finals isn't a basketball fan. That. That's not fair to say because at the end of the day, it's like saying that everybody watches the Super Bowl. You know, a- the NBA Finals come on during baseball season, right? The the least watched professional sport is I'm that. Just saying, but you're saying there's no other sports going on, so. And, and that's my point. Baseball ain't shit. That's my. <laughs> I'm just saying, God, damn. But continue. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. Watching baseball. Yes, watching if anything, they're going to the game. There's not even a lot of people doing that necessarily. So that that's neither here nor there. Then two. Then my third point is there is build up to the NBA Finals. You're not yes. getting a lot of build up that's going to happen now. If you're talking about having all of this happen in that small time frame that you're that's talking me. about, it's I, not. I think, I think you're assuming niggas going to just jump to the playoffs. None of that's been out there. But in order to get to the NBA Finals, you still have to play at least three rounds. So it's still going to be a build up. During, are, are you just are you basically saying that if, if if you personally, if it was a preseason game versus the NBA Finals, are you watching the preseason game? No, that's not that's not what I'm telling you. Like, I, I'm a, I'm gonna get the intern to pull up the numbers on the uh, on that talking numbers SP. Like, all right, you can't you can't you can't break numbers into this conversation. This is you keep saying is, it's unprecedented. This is literally unprecedented. But at yeah. the end of the day. If you break it down for what it is, a championship game versus a non-relevant preseason even, game, if it came even, it down to be that. It doesn't even have to be an NBA championship game. It can just be week the week the first game of the NBA playoffs whenever they decide to do that just so happens to coincide to week week one of the preseason. Niggas are Overall, they're like, going to pull more basketball yeah, fans basketball than NFL. Like, yeah. It's not really, Okay, SP, this is what this is what you're telling me right now. You're telling me right now if 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 let's say uh we had a good school in this area as far as division one big school winning North championships State. and everything State. winning national championships and everything All oh right. okay All right. you got them you got them playing right now and hampton high jv basketball <laughs> i'm sorry hampton high jv football is playing they're playing a game that's on channel 10 but then you have let's say Norfolk state basketball national champ all this and that right you're telling me that more people, or there's going to be a divide to watch this Hampton High JV game, just because football's back. There's a dude. All right, again, like I said, let's pull up the numbers for the horse game because that 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 specifically That's, brings up my point. Was there football on during the horse game? If, if all this shit was going on right now, if everything was on regular fucking schedule, do you think that whoever watched that horse game, it would be the same fucking amount of people that would have tuned in for that shit? Absolutely not. And that's that is me. That's me. They're, they're urging for basketball. 
It is no. basketball season niggas, right now. Niggas, niggas, niggas are watching people niggas playing two K. Yeah, it was the only it's, thing it that was, was on TV. It's on TV. Niggas are watching niggas play two K and play horse because they're they're urging for the actual play of basketball. It's, it's like, gotten so, to, it's gotten to that point where it's, basically niggas are. This is the point. For, this is the point of when you're drunk at the night and you just go hit anything because you're drunk. Nah, <laughs> no, that's yeah, what no, that's, you're gonna that's watch that. anything sport. Or not because you you you're saying you're saying that they specifically wanted basketball. So you're basically saying that it could have been goddamn. It could be November right now, and they could have had they could have did the same thing. And Again, they would, you're, you're shifting it to a non basketball basketball season. That's my point. It's going on right now, SP. So a basketball. Fr- I'm confused, sir. I'm, I'm confused. All right, all right, all right. It's your so point look, that they watch people play horse because they want to watch basketball, but when football season starts, they're not going to want to watch basketball because football. Sport. Sports. Because they want to watch sports. They want to watch live sports. That was okay, my. And, and the NBA finals are not live? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. So, SP, make the point real quick. Go ahead, man. No, I, I, need, I, need, I need to know this, SP. This is our first actual <laughs> debate. Me and you are usually on the same page about stuff. So I need to know Skip. where this Skip. divide is. Skip. Pretty much. I, I need to know Skip. where the divide is right now. <laughs> you, you said niggas want sports. All right. Let, let's break this down. Niggas want sports. We all agree on that, right? Correct. It is a strong possibility that regardless of the NBA's wishes to have their season happen longer in the calendar year or later in the calendar year or in later in the calendar year, as what could potentially happen in this day and age currently. All right, Johnny Cochran. They may not still see the return on viewership, the the return on people tuning in, as they may have thought they could see. What counts as a view? What counts as a view for a TV show? Or literally somebody watching it on one of their tuners or streaming it. So, like, a couple seconds, give or take. No, it's, it doesn't work that way. It's like, literally, pull it every hour. On a, They pull it every hour on average view. So, basically, if... Because if, if basketball if, season decided to start running through football season, which is, I think, what SP is talking about. It's not... So niggas, will, niggas will watch both of them. And if they were to do that for whatever reason, football during football season is Sunday night. Well, it's Sunday, Sunday, Thursday, Monday, and Monday. Yeah, and then, basketball then, will jump around it. They're not going to have fucking Monday, their look, their best the, damn their best. The Lakers and the Clippers are going to play Monday night. No, basketball yeah. in general play like Tuesday. I think like Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday, early Sunday. I, and yeah. I, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's, it's like intentionally in the middle of the week. Yeah. yeah. So that that all right. Sorry, SP. Continue the point because if you're saying people are urging to watch sports. My argument, let me lay my argument out so we can... SP's point is that the NBA would lose viewers if they ran through football season, right? Here's my thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, that's that's your point. point. The conclusion of my point is their hope and dream, I guess, if you want to label it that, as far as extending the the season into ending later in the calendar year, believing that they can succeed in that space. I don't, I don't see that. I don't, so, I don't see the success. I don't see the potential success that they see. Right. And they, 
Okay. If, are you, hold on, Cal. Cal, Cal, Cal. Before you go into your point, Cal. I can finish. Okay, in giving time during this pandemic, that's the main point. That uh, that is the overarching point of what of my statement. All right, now, Cal. Before you go into your point, realize. This is SP's opinion. So we're not trying to change his opinion. Just like earlier, we weren't trying, trying to change, change your opinion. opinion. No, I'm saying because at this point, it's a back and forth. And back and forth are my opinion, your opinion, my opinion, your opinion. Yours is wrong. Mine's right. Yours is wrong. Mine's right. Just it, it's not going that way. So explain why <laughs> you think that the NBA will, would succeed <clears throat> going further into or well, going through football season. Currently, grab, in, grab my uh, briefcase real quick. Current, right currently, in this current climate with uh, <clears throat> COVID nineteen going on. Right, one second, I have to open up a briefcase and everything here. Got to zip up briefcase. I'm childish. Um, so okay, so <clears throat> one second. Got to make it theatrical. All right, so SP, I feel like your argument right now is based on a false premise and a hypothesis of the NBA trying to actually merge into NFL season. What they want to do is actually end around July, not necessarily impede on the August deadline or starting point of the NFL. Now, in this current situation, we're going all hypothetical of, okay, if it was down to the point of the NBA Finals versus a preseason football game, my whole argument is if you're thinking that the NBA is going to lose viewers strictly because of football being around because you're saying they want to have an urge for sports right now, I feel like that is a flawed opinion, sir, because preseason football is not going to pull a rank over NBA Finals basketball, just off the the average sports viewer. Now, a football lover will watch that versus watching the NBA Finals, but at the end of the day, the NBA is going to strategically make sure they're not playing at the same time. That was just my point. Well, and a counterpoint for one, to, to your point of hypothetical, I think I think the likelihood of the NBA ending in July is highly unlikely at this point. And that's that, season. I'm talking about in general. In general, the players wanted to end in July. They want to start in Christmas and end in July. But that's my point. We're talking about this year. I'm not talking about any other year. Because any other year, I think there's high potential for that to be successful. I'm talking about this exact year, though. That's so not you, gonna... you've been you've pretty much been we've been pretty much talking about two different things. That's, that's what it sounds like right now. <laughs> I'm talking about in the current times, like outside well, of no, this... no, still, still, my thing is still in the current time. If it comes to an NBA Finals game versus a preseason NFL game, I'm thinking NFL. I mean NBA is blowing. Oh, up cool. So let's let's put it this way. So let's say the NBA they do the the. They start opening stuff back up, and then the whole league opens up. Let's say at the end of May, and then they start running those pre those warm up games in June, and then they decide, all right, we're just gonna finish the season out from where we left off. Let's just say they roll with that, and the playoffs start July because I think it was like twenty some games left. So the playoffs start in Ju- the the first week of July, just for reference. That's when the first week of July, I think that's ain't that like OTA time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the all right. So, o- the, all right, so OTA stuff is going on. Yeah, OTA, all that stuff is going on while the playoff NBA playoffs are beginning. So by the time the finals comes around, 
about a month or so later, 16 games, give, yeah, give or take, how all that shit goes, about a month later. So the finals would be early August, second, first, second, third week, first, second week of August, roughly, which falls into the preseason. In this current time with everything going on, also, people can go to these games more than likely. Yeah, so, yeah, That's so in this fact. current, with this going on. That's a good I'm a, point. I'm, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying niggas will, niggas will watch the NBA finals over preseason football. I don't think the NBA would lose viewership be, just because it's the finals versus the preseason. Now, like Kyle was saying earlier, if it was week one, then I could see, because I'm, I'm going to watch my favorite team, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But also, you got a they, NBA Finals that everybody wants to see compared to a preseason game. People want to see football. Yes, that's one hundred percent true. People may tune in, but their attention more than likely, unless just that's their team and their diehard whomever fan that's playing that time. But the overall, like we were saying, the overall person, excuse me, will more than likely be watching the NBA Finals over Week One in the preseason. But also, yeah. you got to think about this. Since, since SP dropped overarching like four times, <laughs> the overarching fan base, I don't know if I use that right, of the NBA is an international fan base. NFL is a local sport. So if you want to go numbers-based, you're going to have to strictly say U.S. viewers because at the end of the day, you got China. Well, uh, yeah, they still got a relationship. China, you got everywhere else over the world, whereas football, NFL football, is primarily U.S. and Canada. So if we want to talk numbers, I know you was trying to throw numbers. It was like, no, nah, I don't care about numbers. But numbers wise, NBA will still win no matter what. That's NBA true. will probably still win in a overall international versus a regular season game, depending on who's playing. That's that's fair because I mean the NBA probably wins in the, like Game Seven playoffs in comparison to like a conference championship or a division championship game too. I wouldn't even say a Game Seven. I would say an elimination game, either first game yeah. or an elimination game. I mean nobody's that, gonna watch Game Two. That's why Game One was just crazy. That's why I said seven. I yeah. mean, if, if, if game five is the elimination game, nine times out of ten, shit, I might not even watch. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, day, but I say if it's if it's if it's already three one, then shit, more than likely, unless you're the Warriors, it's probably over. <laughs> hey man, what you talking about? They got Draymond, man. He get boards. And Draymond Green changed the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. I specifically didn't put Draymond in this so we didn't have to talk about him. So, you don't like him, let's not talk about him. He's not a part of this. The, the pitcher has Draymond Green in there. Yeah, I ain't but, but look at the notes. Not the notes. Hey, he, speaking yes, of high, when I made it, I made that topic specifically and didn't put Draymond in it because he didn't deserve to be hey. in this conversation. I agree. Hey, but before we hey, even man. get started, though. This nigga Draymond Green said that he changed he changed the game, him play and stuff. Because he's the best screen setter of all time. Hey, he he wears that proudly. That's for your shirt. The shirt out there for. Him. I changed the game. Hey, if, Me if he playing and stuff. Hey man, let him, you know, if he believes that, let him believe it. Hey man, that's that's just that's a deep cut in basketball, man. So you know what? Don't even don't even go there, Kyle. That's 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 yeah. like twenty four so, feet. <laughs> twenty four so, feet. So, back, so to the to the topic at hand, Sap, it's all yours. Oh yeah, speaking of uh, hypothetical situations that probably won't happen. <laughs> I see what you did. You did. I see what you did there. Hey, hold on, hold on. I haven't used I, this in a while. I see what you 
hey man, uh, Bleacher Report had this uh, had this little meme come out. Who comes down with the rebound? And they had some of the you know most notable rebounders of like the current time. So not going to the all time leaders of like the old people like Bill, uh, like like uh, like Will Cham- like Will, Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell. Nah, we ain't talking about them. We talking about people we actually seen. So up here on the Bleacher Report picture, they got uh, who gonna come down with the rebound? Ben Wallace, uh, Charles Barkley. Dennis Rodman with the green hair, <laughs> everybody's favorite not, Draymond Green. No, he, he's, not, he's not in the picture. We're pretending like he's not there. <laughs> you can just go on to be funny. Skip, skip to Kevin Garnett or Kevin Garnett. <laughs> this nigga disrespecting the best screener ever in NBA yeah, history. This, who this changed the game? Who changed the game? This is the asshole I mean, who's setting the best. It ain't never gonna be the same. Never gonna be the same. <laughs> never gonna be the same. Because he, Steph, and Clay changed the game. Because it screams. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I popped this off. So I didn't realize how good of a rebounder Dennis Robin was. One, because I didn't watch the documentary, just like no. most people know prior to the documentary. So uh, I went into basketball. The, you should know. No, that, but you don't watch basketball. Hold on. Here, here, here. <laughs> so does the vast majority of people know this? No, uh, right. I would say most people that I know that actually enjoy. No, 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 yes. no, not most people that you know. I'm talking about everybody. Are, are you? Are you a vast majority? Are do, Are you a basketball fan? I'm. I'm a part of the vast majority of people who don't watch basketball games. All right, that's people, all you need to say. More, that's all we need to know. Yeah, so that's why when I'm when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about everyone, not just let's people. Put that way. Let's put it this way: If you knew that Dennis Rodman played for more than one team than the Bulls, you knew that he was a rebounder and a defender. No, no, I knew that. I didn't knew that part. As far as his actual numbers of what he was doing rebounding wise, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have been able to say this nigga average was like 18 point something rebounds. But to be fair, you ain't going to know if nobody averaged that many rebounds because ain't nobody checking for rebounds. No, if Kobe would have done it, I would have known it. Here's, but, then, but then here's my question to you Why the hell you thought he was popular? If all he was no, known I, was rebounding, I knew, I knew he was a good player. I knew he rebounded the ball. I didn't know how how impactful as far as like I said, the nigga averaged eighteen point seven and eighteen point three rebounds back to back. That hasn't yeah. probably been done since he's done it. So I had no clue about that one because it was done in ninety one, ninety two, ninety two, ninety three. <laughs> Neither one of y'all were probably I don't think were born at that point. I was definitely born in January. Born okay. in oh, but that's my bad. Well, look, no, I'm talking about sapping. SP, we we know what you saying. We ninety one, baby. Okay, so y'all y'all niggas were eight months. Wow, cool. So we weren't of we weren't of basketball watching age to just know what was going on at that at that point. Again, just saying we, but me and SP definitely said we knew that, so we actually went back. I wasn't, which is why I'm saying for myself, that's all we need to put. We put the eye on you. That the overall consensus. Of people didn't know that Dennis Rodman was. Had I don't know. I, I got to push back on that cue because the thing is, Dennis Rodman, from just an early understanding of basketball, hearing Dennis Rodman is like Dennis Rodman is a great rebounder and defender. That's the, I'm not all he's about that. Sap. I'm talking about the actual numbers. He's speaking for Middle America, Sap. I'm talking Dude. about numbers. <laughs> I'm not talking about the fact. I knew the nigga could rebound the ball. I knew that. Let's get that squared right now. I knew the nigga was a rebounder. I knew that was his point. What, what I, I didn't th- know, no, Sap, stop. What I didn't know was this nigga averaged 18 rebounds a game. Sap, did you know Dennis Robin averaged 18 rebounds a game for two seasons in a row? 
from 91 to 93? No, I'm sure you didn't. So that's what I'm saying for the overall world. Everyone, as and a actually, whole, there are more people the, that didn't know that that did know that. But the point is, the thing is, everybody is famous for something. And Dennis Rebound, I mean, Dennis Rodman, see, I was about to say Dennis Rebound. Dennis Rodman was famous for his rebounding. Like, that's it. That's it. So it's like saying, Michael, we know Michael Jordan sh- is is a great player and score. We know Clay, we know Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, they're shooters. Dennis Reba- Dennis Rodman, all you think is rebounding. So whether we know the numbers exactly or not, the point being is Dennis Rodman is famous for strictly rebounding. And we saw that did clearly I, in the documentary from this I, past did week. I, did, I, did I say anything uh, opposite of that? <laughs> all, right. all right, Q. So uh, since, since we all can't really understand each other tonight, how about this? Q didn't know that he averaged 18.6 rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knew he could rebound, that. but he didn't know that yes. he averaged almost 20 rebounds a game. Yes. Yeah, Let's say why 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 was that brought up? Because why was that, oh, yes, exactly. Because he is, I would say, out of these people, he's getting the rebound. I agree. My, yeah, niggas had a whole argument just said I think I think Dennis Rodman will win. <laughs> man, y'all niggas are stupid. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> hey, sure. uh, I'm over here with five, right with five steps. I ain't stupid. He's smart, but still. Oh man, to your, to your point. To your point, I would have never guessed 18. I would have definitely told you over 12. Like, oh, yeah. Nah. If you would have t- if you would have had the same picture, mine is Draymond Green and said, which player averaged 18.7 rebounds a game? I'm picking Dennis up. Robin, I wouldn't have said Dennis Rodman. I would have said Rodman. I would have said Ben Wallace, to be honest with you. I watched Ben Wallace, so I know he didn't do it. Uh, I, I just would have figured I missed it at one point. <laughs> Wallace numbers weren't that crazy as far as boards because – you had other niggas getting boys on that squad, like Prince and uh, Rashad, uh, Rasheed Wallace. Rashid. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But the thing then, is, Ben Wallace is like six seven too. I thought he was like seven foot. Nah, son, no, he, no, he was no. always a short hey, dude. Everybody in this picture besides KG is like six six, six seven, six eight, something like that. Yeah, yeah that's true. But the thing is, and like Don, like Ramen definitely pulling down this rebound because he was a dominant type of player. Like, yeah, you would have never known he was so ferocious about getting rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, he took a, a crazy pride to where, like, between, I think, just going off the numbers, since we love him so much, like, that 19, nine, between 1990 and, what is that? The, actually, the rest of his career, for, like, 10 years, he averaged over 12 rebounds a game. Like, every year, he got at least 12 rebounds total. So, that man was a beast on the boards, straight up. What was even crazier to me, not to, not to go off the, the image that we're talking about, but... Uh, in the last dance, since we were just talking about that, um, I didn't realize how much of a scorer he was before he got to the league. He averaged like twenty something a game. What in high school? I mean, college. Yeah. Uh, On top of twelve boards. So shit, twenty and twelve in college is like shit thirty five and twenty. But when you but when you look at his NBA career, you I mean, me personally. Kind of knowing like his career, I would have never really guessed that he was ever a scorer. He never had to be a scorer. I mean, yeah, he never had to, but like, bro, like when you remember riding and pulling up for a fourteen footer, like never. That's what I'm saying. Like he I mean, didn't even came off of the rebounds. Yeah, like he didn't even try it though. That's the that's the thing that blew my mind. Like. I just didn't think it was in his repertoire, to be honest. 
He was but focused on And this might have been. Yeah, he just was focused on. He just decided, yeah, when I when I got to the league, shit, boards and boards and blocks and defense. Know your role and do it well. And I feel because that's important. Kyle, who you got in the picture? Uh, mm, take Ben Wallace just because he's from Virginia. Sat. <laughs> he said Robin already. Did he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Where, where, where? SP ain't answer yet. No, I said Robin. Oh, he said, he said yeah. Robin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah no. Nah. Uh, gentleman sweet. I ain't got no, I ain't got the goggles on today. Right. Or else I would have said KG. Oh, you would have said Kevin Garnett. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we'll... We'll be right back. Man, all that rebounder talk. Too bad CrossFit went around, man. Them niggas would have killed that shit. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how that equates. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of CrossFit. Uh, I thought you could have been like, speaking of speaking of rebounding, eh, at least when they was in that gym, they weren't rebounding the ball off the ground. Anyway. Uh, anyway, as Hap said, CrossFit. Uh, we, we, we're going to speak on that for a second. So the the stigma of CrossFit. So anybody that is not a CrossFitter that is active in fitness has heard the CrossFit jokes. Some of you may have also heard CrossFit jokes that aren't even into fitness. But as far as it goes, the stigma of CrossFit is kind of uh, mainly that it's gay. That's pretty much what you see most of the time. It's gay. I, I don't know why. That's just what, what happened. That's how it went. And that, it stuck. But a lot of people don't like CrossFit just solely because of a lot of the things. That, I guess a lot because I don't know everything. But some of the things that they do aren't technically sound. So really? We're going we're gonna to go with everybody's first uh, thought process when it comes to that. And that's pull-ups. So, you know, your normal pull-up, you know, come up. Down, up, down, you know, just, you know, everybody's done pull-ups before. We know range range of motion, you know. Yeah, even even if you don't, you know, drop your, lock your arms out at the bottom, you're still in that same up, down type of motion. We've all seen CrossFit pull-ups where it's like a... A, a rotator cuff tear. In, yeah, in, in, in it. it's, it's more of a, like a, a rocking. You're not really using muscles to pull yourself up. It's momentum. And a lot of people will see that and be like, well, that's not a pull-up. You're just swinging your body to give you enough momentum to get your chin above the bar for it to count. So You're doing the worm. Shout out to Dennis Rodman. That's what it looks like, uh, basically. But no, nah, that's that's pretty much the stigma of CrossFit. Uh, I don't even know. Like I said, I don't know where that came from. I think it's just like weightlifters and powerlifters and, and bodybuilders and all the other disciplines of fitness, basically, kind of got together and was like, that shit gay. And it just stuck. Because every time you see CrossFit folks, it literally is is something about some type of something homosexual. But uh, yeah, but where did that come from? Like somebody has to know because you know this is this is of CrossFit. I feel like we could. It might be. It might be. Let's think about the the community of weightlifters. It might be because that guy was not successful in powerlifting or bodybuilding, so he decided to create or somebody he decided to do CrossFit and became successful at it. And it's like, nigga, you're trash. But you can now do this non-technical. So what I will say, though, in the defense of CrossFitters. Good workout. A, a lot of that is, is almost a lot of their stuff is like hit hit uh, high intensity interval training type stuff. So solid. Most of all of them, especially the cats that are on the that be on the CrossFit shit that y'all be seeing on, on ESPN and whatnot. You're in great shape. Them, mother, 
them motherfuckers are in shape, like solid. They're not like super jacked because obviously so much you're doing, you burn a lot of fat and all that, but they're in hella shape and they're they're good at what they do. It's just the quote unquote gay part of it is just the, the movements and how they look and how they're being done, basically. But to, to the actual people that are doing it, especially like the high level cats, they're superb athletes. They're, they're, they know, there's no question in that. Nobody's coming at those those individuals off, off that off the strength of and that. women. Yeah, and women. Yeah. My my biggest so, thing yeah. is to the, to the resident sort of kind of crossfitter SP. What are your thoughts? You, you don't necessarily crossfit, but you, a lot of things you, you do a lot of crossfit related things. The disrespect is. <laughs> Hold on, the disrespect for saying you do crossfit, or disrespect that we're disrespecting crossfit. Both, man. Hey, you know what? Hey. Please, please clear the record, SP, because I'm trying to learn right now. You know why? Because wrestling and CrossFit are very similar in their de- in their demand for excellence. And their demand- Don't you have to have technique in wrestling, though? And they, oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, granted, <laughs> that's funny that you mentioned that. That's the, that's the only thing that's, that's not necessarily a parallel here. Um, <laughs> However, um, I feel like with CrossFit, it does take a extreme level of endurance as far as getting through the workouts and to uh, reach those high uh, high scores or low uh, times. I guess you you could say with the workout of the day or <clears throat> whatever they call it. Um, so yeah, I, I I tip my hat to them sometimes. Um, Sometimes, yeah, nah, that that pull up thing, I never could get with that. I never really understood the. <laughs> it's called keeping to be so, to be uh, yeah, yeah. So I can I can equate this. So the pull up thing, the purpose, the the ruling in it, I'm assuming I don't know the exact verbatim, but I'm assuming the for the pull up to count, your chin probably has to go above the bar. There is no definition as to how. So with that being said, the worm effect that Kyle was talking about earlier allows you to get that momentum to get more reps in to count. So yeah. that equates over to powerlifting. Well, not equates over, but in powerlifting, for bench press, you see a lot of people with crazy arches lifting their chest up so their range of motion isn't far as far as bringing it down to the chest yeah. back up. Right. So the ruling on that is long as your butt, feet, depending on your federation, your butt, feet, um, and your head is on the bench, it doesn't matter. Your your back can be, that part, that middle part of your back can be as high as you want it to be long as those points of contact are on the ground or on the bench. So it's basically taking the rules to the limit, to the to the very brink of breaking the rules. Yeah. So and you're saying CrossFit is the Bill Belichick of, uh, <laughs> of fitness? No, he actually cheats. <laughs> Actually, but the thing yeah. is, with, with CrossFit, hey, is it Bill Belichick or is it Tom Brady? It's like Skip, like Shannon said, Tom Brady been out here break, breaking rules like it ain't nothing. Oh yeah, man, for another what, show, no, forty three years, you ain't gonna walk the straight and narrow the whole time. Hey, no, but everywhere he been, rules have been broken, except for Michigan. Probably, probably broken there too. Regardless, thinking of thinking of CrossFit, I mean, if you think of who actually does CrossFit, it's you, typically your average Joe, you know, who's trying to, you know, 
be above average, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, your average Jane who's just like, you know, they're getting into that intensity and teamwork and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you look at what they're doing, they're flipping tires, they're running sprints, they're doing all this crazy wrestling stuff that we used to do back in the day, you know, when we were trying to achieve greatness, which we did. And yeah. that our 08 uh, team. Yeah, yeah, 08, 09, we did our thing. But the thing is, um, when it comes to doing that little kipping type of pull up i mean that's like something you do just to get them reps in so because you your body is exhausted you're extremely tired you know you can't do a full proper uh, pull up because your, your body's tired so if you use yeah, your momentum to also me, hey, yeah, also to me man don't hey, also, also the part of that is it's everything that they're doing most of the time is time so if yeah, you want yeah. a strict pull up that takes more time compared to straight just up pulling yourself up there so like i said long i'm assuming long as your chin maybe gets above the bar then it counts so whatever you have to do to be able to do that counts and that's and the kipping drone is the the most efficient way to do as many pull-ups as possible which is why you can, do you it. can either be range of motion ronda or kipping karen <laughs> but here's but here's my thing where i will give for sure give uh crossfit people credit yeah at the end of the day they're training for a goal now right. A lot of people, a lot of people, and this is including that average Joe that we were just talking about, they in the gym not knowing a damn thing about the goal that they're trying to achieve. Now, that is the issue because a lot of them don't know if they want to be a power lifter. Oh, let me put all this heavy weight on this on, on this bar to try to do this. And, That's and quarter, cool. and quarter squat, perhaps? Right. Mm. Hey. Exactly. Mm. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Man. I can keep doing this shit to me, man. Just because he's not here to add on to the joke. I can say this because I've been in this space before. I would say after I finished competing as far as sports in college, like I'm lifting weights and I kind of really don't know what I want to do, but I'm just lifting and trying to lift heavy and yada, yada. That's a problem. Get some fucking goals. Understand why you're doing what you're doing. And a lot of people piggyback off SP. I was in the same boat after I grad, well, after I finished running track and I was still lifting a year after that. And then I graduated and then it was kind of like, all right, now what? So I didn't, I didn't, I kind of lifted on and off for, Two years between fourteen and sixteen, just kind of start. I lift a little bit, lift a little bit, stop. Lift a little bit, lift a little. Bit. Uh, fun fact: I was actually going to get in a crossing, and uh, somebody decided <laughs> to tell me, that, "Hey, don't do that. Come lift with me and my people over here at Planet Fitness." Which at the time wasn't, wasn't you know, Planet Fitness, Planet Fitness. But yeah, that guy gave you some great advice, yeah. man. So, yeah, then lo and behold, that, that, that shifted me to this direction. But um, yeah, so. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was just trying to be consistent. Then when I got to the point where I was consistent in August of 2016, I didn't have, I had goals, but it weren't, I didn't, I wasn't even focused, thinking about powerlifting at the point. I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, all right, I want to stay consistent. Then I hit that part. Then I was like, all right, now I just want to get stronger. And then I started, I started doing that, just lifting and, you know, Googling and using my degree and all that type stuff to kind of just get stronger. And then that's when powerlifting kind of fell into my lap. And I was like, oh, this is an actual thing. And then took you into the to the direction. But 
a lot of people, like you said, don't have direction when they first start. They just they're just in there, which is which is a good thing because at least you're in there. Yeah, you're there. So long as you're there, then you can kind of you can go from there. But you can go from that. But if you don't even show up, then you you don't have a a, a foundation to start from. So the getting getting in there is the first point, and then you, which direction you want to take, you can do that afterwards. Uh, after you kind of get rolling, meet some people, learn some stuff, kind of see what you like, dislike, and then take your craft into a, a, a solid direction. So so yeah. overall, are we saying that uh, CrossFit, uh, go for it? Average no. Joe? I mean, if, Average if Joe. Okay. Do, if, if that's what you want to do, sure. I don't care because it doesn't have anything to do with me. If that's what <laughs> you want to do, sure. What I will say is, Get involved in something as far as fitness goes, because we all know I mean, it's for life. You get older, you, it's cats now that are that are even even doing CrossFit or bodybuilding, powerlifting, uh, strongman, all those different like I said disciplines in overall fitness that are 50, 60, 70, 80 years old that are in pretty solid shape because they've been doing some form of fitness for yeah. 40, 50, 60 years. So get into that, especially even now, all of us, we're coming into our 30s. Some of us are already 30. Uh, coming into our 30s, still, it sounds like a wise guy to tell people not to do CrossFit. You can, still, <laughs> you can still get into some form of fitness and 30 years from now, be like, damn, I've been doing X fitness for 30 years. And you feel good, your body, you're in a lot better sh- uh, shape, health, nutrition, all that type stuff. Because once you start doing something fitness-wise, it it takes you way further in it than you probably initially expected you were going to be. I never expected to be weighing, weighing food out in the kitchen on a fucking uh, scale. Drug scale, I mean. Um, <laughs> doing all that type stuff. But now, well now at this point, I can, eyeball four, I, can, I, I can eyeball four ounces of chicken. Like, I know what that is. I don't need to use the scale. <laughs> you know what that chicken look like. <laughs> I, I, I'm good on that. I can eyeball four ounces of anything. I know what eight fluid ounces of juice looks like. So all that good? type stuff. Hurt. Huh? I don't need to scale no more. I'm, I'm out here in these streets. I said, so you good on the quarter bird? Yeah, I don't. I got you. We don't, we don't, need, to, we don't need to wait that. Trust me. Hey, but, you know, I said I was on shuffle, but this nigga Q actually uh, told me to pick a push of T-Zone, so. We kind of compromise. What's up, boy? Drake didn't game. But anyway, uh, so I haven't put my uh, input on this at all. Yeah. Let us know. What you think on CrossFit? Uh, hey, Mr. Rob. If you're going to do it, protect yourself. Because my biggest gripe with uh, CrossFit is the fact that you're trying to do moves that were not originally designed to be quick moves for a certain time span as fast as you can. Perfect example, uh, a hang clean. Or power clean. Those aren't really designed to be fast movements. They're designed to get the bar up, down, get under, get reset. But when you're doing this as fast as you can, you'll have a tendency, like anything else, when you're doing it over and over and over again, you have a tendency to get outside of like your body frame, and then that can cause injury. So I would say if you're going to do CrossFit and you're listening this late into the podcast and you're on the fence about it, we're not saying don't do it. And if you're doing it, you're gay. We're just saying... Well, I'm just saying protect yourself. They're saying get active. I'm saying more so. If you're going to do it, be safe with it. Protect yourself. you can yourself. easily get drowned out. Yeah, you can easily get caught up in the time of things and mess yourself up. Yeah, that peer pressure is what you're saying. Yeah, like if you see niggas kipping and 
you're used to doing regular pull-ups and you go over there and try to kip all day and then your shoulder start hurting. Yeah. You start, you're you, out you start here doing it. unnatural movements. Yeah. Well, one thing about that too is even though they're unnatural movements and they're weird and they're not they're not in the the realm of how the exercise is supposed to be done, the people that you may be watching, especially like if you're on YouTube looking at people and this, that, and the third, those individuals are probably elite. So regardless of the fact of how it looks, they've been doing it for years. They have this thing mastered. So they're probably not going to get hurt doing these type of things. If you try to emulate that out the gate, that may be something that could end up injuring you just because you don't know what you're doing yet. So like you said, Cal said, be safe. Like everybody else was saying, get into something fitness wise, do it. Uh, it'll, it'll benefit you uh, in the long run. So <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just, <laughs> just, just yeah. get something going. It's, it's, it's helpful. So yeah. yeah. All right. We got to take a quick left turn. So I don't know how you're going to do this. Uh, hey man, how was it? So, we just gonna so, introduce it. We I don't just, even know where this topic came from. So, so speaking, even... <laughs> so we, we're talking about CrossFit and in certain CrossFit realms. Uh, no, no, I was just joking. Go ahead, Seth. Just you know, just go into it. Yeah, no. So uh, this this uh, conversation I heard on one of my maybe my second or third favorite podcast the other day. I was listening to talk about how my guy he didn't know that. Well, anti-Semitism was a thing. In all his years of living, you know, maybe it wasn't until his late 20s, early 30s that he realized that that actually was a thing, that not hating people, that like hating people of the Jewish uh, religion was actually a thing with the word. So it just had me thinking like, man, same here. Like, I ain't really know that that anti-Semitism was a thing. Uh, Not to, that we kind of exhibit any of that, but just in recognizing, you know, just how, how some people don't realize, oh, racism is a thing, you know. Hey, like Lil Wayne? Hey, yeah. Sat, before you get too deep into it, explain what anti-Semitism is to the people who don't know. Oh, anti-Semitism? Roy, Roy's listening right now, he and he doesn't know what it is. So. You're going to be like, anti-established disitarianism? What? Huh? Oh, well, yeah, just <laughs> simply put, uh, anti-Semitism is hostility or prejudice against Jews, you know, Jewish people, the, the Jewish religion, Jewish faith. So, you know, in Semitism, like Semitic people are just another word for the ethnic or cultural or racial group of people who, you know, believe in that faith or come from that region. I, I can't exactly because I'm not uh, an expert, but that's the thing. It's like we all had to learn that, you know, anti-Semitism was a thing at some point because we see it all the time with like, uh, and especially in this day and age. So I was just curious, like, what did y'all actually get exposed and learn that, man, you know, people actually don't like Jewish people for some uh ambiguous reason outside of hitler and the nazis yeah I'm about to say hitler but outside a, of that but it's like it's like even what's the real motivation for that like i, I almost I can't answer that i'm a black man in america and that's the whole point own circles to your point as far as realizing it was really when we, when i first learned about the holocaust and uh was it world war two one yeah two two one well yeah all that that whole saga Hitler and all that that's when I it, it kind of started and then you just start hearing about it here and then you, you you get older and then you start to understand and then you may have to read a little bit about it more and whatnot like that and then it's kind of like wow it was really out here hating on a on a quote unquote uh call it a race yeah that's They're why really I said, that's why I said quote unquote quote unquote uh race of people quote unquote again uh solely because of how they look, which you know falls back onto us 
being black. So we Hitler looked more like a Jew than the person that he wanted to uh, say was the perfect person. But that's yeah. besides the point. And that's big yeah, facts. Hitler, Hitler was not a uh, blonde haired, blue eyed individual. Far from it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, yeah. So probably I don't know. I don't know. Whenever maybe really learning or like really understanding, probably middle school. I'm sure they talked about it maybe in elementary school. Maybe I don't I even think we right. use that word. Not, no, not the word specifically, but as far as just like the Holocaust and all that was going on. So probably middle school at some point. Yeah, I would. I piggyback on that. It was around that same time uh, frame, but the actual word and googling the word and figuring out what that was, it was. I forget who it was. It might have been um, Mel Gibson. Um, when Passion of the Christ came out, and yeah, I remember that. saying Mel Gibson with the anti-Semitic. Da 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 da. I'm like. Anti-Semitic. That sounds like Antichrist. But he's just doing a movie about. I didn't know, so I googled it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So whenever Passion of Christ came out, that's when I found out the definition. Um, but the actual act of that, I found out whenever I learned about uh, how Hitler was in World War Two. Not necessarily World War Two overall, but just a specific. 2004 Passion of Christ. Passion of Christ. So I learned that about 2004 then, and then the actual. Seeing it was definitely whenever we start talking about World War Two and Anne Frank and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was a real moving book. Sterling, that, uh, that's that's that. I mean, we get a little late in the show. You know, y'all know how SP yeah. start fading away after forty five minutes. SP's gone. He's ghost. <laughs> Intention span crazy. Definitely, this nigga probably on IG right now posting up a storm. Definitely crazy. <laughs> um, nah, nah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm coming. I'm trying to circle back to the actual question. When did I realize it? I would honestly say, nah. I see. You know what? I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna say that because I ain't got time for the jokes today, man. Don't, don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> nah, you know them jokes. Going, nah, hey, you might be all right. Rory ain't here. <laughs> It might be alright, maybe. It depends on how, how funny it is. I would say middle school is probably when I realized it because I had a I had a friend that was um Jewish that kind of shared some uh familial experiences with me. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm bullshitting. Um, but I think I think it was middle school, and I realized it though through history and whatnot. But um, yeah, uh-huh. so everybody's probably around that same time period. In yeah. our personal ages, yeah. Same thing for you. Honestly, like similar to y'all, I'll say I heard of it during that time, like the Holocaust and all that shit. Like that shit is real, no doubt. But actually understanding like what it was, that was like college really probably after college going through Norfolk State because, you know, I grew up in black environments the whole life. So I ain't really know no people, uh, the Jewish faith religion. But, True. you know, I did grow up in the church as a Christian. And it always seemed to be like, man, they're trying to pit like Christians or these people who call themselves Christians saying that they're against the Jews for whatever reason. And I'm like, but why? And I can't, I, I didn't want to believe the reason that I were here, but apparently, you know, this might be some people's reasons. The fact that, you know, the Jews killed their Messiah. And I was just like, man, that can't be it. That can't be it. Because the crazy part is, so if that was the issue, if that was the, I'm sorry, not the issue, if that was the case 
at that point. Yeah. And it was passed down from generation to generation to hate these people because of this reason. Doesn't that sound familiar? Hey. So Apple don't fall that, roll from yeah, the tree. So so that so that being said, that, that could actually be the reason to where it was just literally they believed that that happened. So that group of individuals hated Jews. Then they passed down to the kids. Hey, kids, they did X, Y, and Z. We don't like them. Passed down, passed down, passed down, and it rolled for for forever, basically. Forever. So, so, so and, and like I said, same situation that we kind of we that we can relate to personally in that same type of boat. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know how we get rid of any of this shit, but you know, who am I? I just know science. I mean, there, <laughs> there are some issues that are uh, beyond us and that we shouldn't even try to you know, even worry about, you know. And one of those issues, and one of those issues is uh, coronavirus vaccinations. Yeah. Now, Nicholas Pratt, on the other hand, he can, uh, he can, you know, put a little bit of, put a little bit of information out there, but uh, certain individuals who have zero knowledge as to how uh, corona could be potentially cured or what could potentially be done they should you know just leave it up to the medical experts and uh everybody's favorite president decided that you know once again my bad sp i, I just started rolling uh, yes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just decided that he wanted to uh you know start slinging some ideas out there as far as to what could potentially be done to combat uh coronavirus so initially he was talking about uh Using heat or light, light or heat, one of the two, and uh, kind of using it, to, I, I, I guess, to burn it out of the body. I'm assuming what direction he was going with, maybe. It's, it's like the worms; you just burn it out. And, and then from there, he was he started to go into talking about uh, cleaning products, basically. So your your bleach, your uh, Clorox that everybody has now, uh, uh, and those those type of products that that are used to kill viruses on the surface surfaces. as far as on, yeah, on surfaces, not inside of a body. And he, he actually said in a, a official out of his mouth, this was not fake news as he would quote, say that he asked the, I don't know what the white lady name is or what she actually does, but he asked her, is that something that could be, could be looked into? Yeah. You might want to look into that. Yeah, as she looked petrified. The audacity, all that. So there was no sarcasm in his voice. There was no ha-ha, I'm just joking afterwards. There was no zero indication that he was joking. He was dead serious when he said it. So then afterwards, it come out, he realized how retarded he sounded. Then he tried to walk it back like he does everything. First, he's saying fake news is fake news that I didn't say that, even though it's literally on him on tape. He can't deny it. Then at one point he tried to say that he didn't, he wasn't talking to the lady, even though the the official White House transcript has him saying, has him talking directly to her and has her name in it, that they're conversing back and forth or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, um, this nigga crazy. We we know that, and it's just another example of a long list of out of pocket things he's said over the last uh, what three and a half years. 
or so. So, um, what's, what's your guys' take? I'm going to start with SP because this is his topic, topic, and I took it by accident. Just a good old thief in the night, huh? Yeah. Why are there ivory people on my live? <laughs> Why are there ivory people on my live? Nah, but uh, <laughs> had to drop some uh, shout hey, out. Doc, hey, Doc, Doc was wild. Shout out, Doctorian Umar. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, yeah, your boy, your boy Donald J was tripping. Um, there's there's no other way to go around that. Uh. For him, and see, this is this is this is his issue, and you know, no one really can help him with this issue, and particularly, or more specifically, I guess you could say, because he is a older ivory gentleman, and um, the older you get, it research and uh, anecdotal evidence from my experience of life will show. Giving a damn completely goes out the window. So you not only you you begin to think or you begin to say exactly what you think. On top of that, there's some people that began began life and began adolescence doing that, i.e. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. So this one is this the manifestation is this correct. So for for him to say something wild out of his mouth. Uh, uh, that is that'll, that'll never catch me by surprise just based on who we're speaking on. Oh, um, no, no. I, I thought that same thing, but this kind of caught me by surprise because it's like, all right, you say it's a bunch of dumb stuff, yes, but this this is like a whole different realm of like, nigga, what? So it did to me, like watching it, it didn't sound like. He knew what he was talking about, so he was genuinely asking the question. Yeah, he was genuinely. Like, hey, we we yeah, we. I just found out about this Lysol thing. It kills ninety nine percent viruses. He might want to ingest it. Like it, it like he was really coming. He, up had, with that thought he, live. he had he had a a childlike demeanor to his question. Like when kids really want to like like they genuine about a the question they're asking. That's what he sounded like to me when I heard it. He it sounded like he people. was literally thinking out loud and just his gears is turning. Like yeah, like they kill viruses. Like, oh, yeah, I'm say, like, you know, like he had a, a slight epiphany. Like, wow, I wonder have they thought about this? And you might want to start injecting out. that or ingesting it. You know? Yeah. It, but it got to the point where Lysol, uh, Clorox, all those companies had to put out information saying, "Do not ingest this stuff." <laughs> so any shape, fashion, yeah, So when it, gets to, when it gets to that point, it's like, all right, bro, you it. Yeah, man. Y'all, go ahead. Hey, you, 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 Cal, Cal, you know, I appreciate your your genuine candor of trying to give the uh, benefit of the doubt. But oh no, know. that wasn't a benefit of the doubt. That was literally my uh, my my take on what I saw live. It was more like the gears were grinding. Like, oh wait, yeah, wait no, no, wait, he, wait, wait. Yeah. he genuinely he genuinely asked that question. That was I won't try to bail him out. It was just literally no. like he was thinking like, hey, 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 that was yeah. A that was a genuine question. He really thought, like, "Wow, this could actually work." I might have fixed the world. Hey, yeah. hey, not, hey. Not, not any of his normal, like, just dumb shit. He just be flying off the hip. This, this, this really sounded like he was concerned. And he thought he came. Yeah, like, like an eight year old asking you something, and then 
telling you a solution that you already know is a solution, but they just thought about it because they didn't know that was a thing type situation, even though what he said obviously doesn't work. But, yeah. What's that, uh, L. Dr. Roney? You, go ahead. What's your, what's your take on it? Yeah, man, you ain't got to be no doctor or to know too much to, to know not to drink the bleach and disinfect. Be literate. That's it, man. Niggas was just eating Tide Pods. So no, no, niggas was not. It was oh, teenage right, white right. kids. Yeah, All right, sorry. let's get let's get my that bad, out of the way. What you mean, man? People been drinking the cap of bleach uh, for decades to pass that. They won't pass that what? <laughs> they mix it in with the uh, sea moss. <laughs> Hey, hey, it breaks it down a little bit. Helps to break yeah, it down. Yeah, More digestible. Yeah, the sea moss hey. is real potent because you got to put a little Clorox in it to, to break hey. it down so, you know, for the human consumption. Marathon continues, man. Hey, so, man, he gets no benefit of the doubt, you know what I'm saying? But uh, speaking of clouding the doubt, <laughs> what's this about you? Uh, UFOs being released by the Pentagon? I ain't heard okay. about that. So uh, hey, it, it is a distraction right now for this damn Lysol thing. <laughs> no, the Pentagon uh, officially. Well, hey, why? Why are you talking about it? So it kind of the coinciding uh, situation with this. They, they, the Pentagon officially releases UFO videos. So they're not, they're not right. UFO as far let's, as alien. Let's break this down. UFO just stands for unidentified flying, flying objects. Yes, yeah, that's so true. Big facts. They're not. They're not admitting to aliens being a thing or anything of that nature. They're just saying that these, uh, I think it were Navy planes were flying behind tracking or whatever uh, unidentified flying objects. They didn't know what the objects were. Therefore, they get that classification. So the uh, it's a little press release, um, <clears throat> excuse me, says the Pentagon has officially released three short videos showing unidentified aerial phenomena that had previously been released by a private company. The videos show what appears to be an unidentified flying object rapidly moving while recorded by infrared cameras. Two of the videos contain service members reaching, uh, reacting in awe at how quickly the objects are moving. One voice speculates that it could be a drone. The Navy previously acknowledged the... Ericicity? I think that's what it says. Of the video... That doesn't sound right. V E R A C I T Y. Versicity? Nobody? It's one of those words. You can't spell that to me. You have to see it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm going to say it's versicity. That's what it looks like to me. V E R, ver, A, and the word city. So I'm going with that. Nevertheless, of the videos. Veracity? Maybe. Maybe. That could be veracity. Yeah, that looks like that could be that too. I don't know. I ain't never seen that word written up before. Um. I just work in security. That's all. <laughs> uh, of the videos in September of last year, they are officially releasing them now in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real. So basically a private company released these videos initially uh, and the government had to get out in front of it. So they just said, all right, fuck it. We're going to release it. Let y'all know what's going on in this these particular situations. So... It was yes, uh, veracity, by the by the way. Um, veracity. Conformity to facts or accuracy. Okay, yeah. The truth. And then, uh, the scrolling truth. down a little bit more, it says the Navy now has formal guidelines for how its pilots can report when they believe they're, they've seen a possible UFO. 
the Navy videos were first released in December of 2017 and March 2018 by the two uh, by to the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, a company co-founded by <laughs> former Blink 182 musician Tom Long. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah, Sap, that's all. That's all it was. They they just released some video on UFO, but not alien UFOs. Potentially, just unidentified flying objects. Hey man, <laughs> shout out to all those people who claimed they saw UFOs, but were you know deemed crazy or uh, shot down. <laughs> uh, no, no, no pun intended. I told y'all. I told y'all. <laughs> about you talked about aliens up here before on the show. Yeah. Okay. Talk about oh, on the moon landing, 30th anniversary. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Oh, yeah, Sap, well, I ain't say, oh, yeah, I think I, I know y'all. And Sap, you believe aliens? Uh, I mean, I, I'm like agnostic, I believe, once I see the proof, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't not believe, but I just, you know, I would like to see <laughs> see some proof. Yeah, basically, okay, I understand that. Well, but yeah, so um, that's that was all that was basically. Dan, so you think I believe in aliens? Yeah, I do. Oh, you will be right. This is this is cute. This is cute exemplifying, uh, not is it playing amplifying the fact that if you said that we went to the moon, that you believe in aliens. I think he's putting one and two together. Nah, I don't even remember what he said about the moon, but I don't believe we went to the moon either. From I, I don't, yeah, because I know I know your stance on that. So I feel like when you said I know what y'all believe, uh, I, I just like remember I already remember what you had said. And I, I thought I remember SP and say he believed in aliens too. So that's why I asked that. I don't think we ever talked about aliens. I think my, oh, I don't think I ever said believe. I think, well, I'll say it now. My take is, are we that self-absorbed to believe that we're on, like, this whole galaxy, like, on our own? Universe. My man. See? That's how, that's how you get Universe, I'm sorry. Universe. Not, not what, galaxy, it's universe. too much space out there for them to be saying that there are infinite amount of spaces. And are we just, that special? Yeah, that that, that's my thing. Are we that special? Even I always, it got to the point for me where I'm thinking, okay, so <laughs> when it comes to Jesus, he made Adam and Eve and he everything else. Oh, 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 Jesus didn't make Adam and Eve. God, they're the same person. <laughs> Jesus, the whole, son of God. The Do we got to go to church now? <laughs> the same person. Um, I just want our Christian listeners to know that we know. That they're the same person? Come on now. Anyway, um, so he made everything. What are, who are we to say that he didn't make other things as far as aliens and he just didn't speak on them or it just never made it to the Bible? Because we all know how watered down the Bible has become from the initial and people taking in, putting out uh, ivory individuals, you know, making it better for their image and all that type of stuff. So we don't know. And that was, that was always been my philosophy. God could have made a whole millions and billions of different species of individuals or whatever however you want to classify aliens and put them in other galaxies other other parts of the universe and just never said anything he didn't i mean he got he don't have to tell us <laughs> hey y'all by the way uh yeah, he don't gotta tell us there, everything he's yeah, done that that, so. that 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 uh red dwarf <laughs> over there so that's that's always been my Centurion one yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it gotta be it's just this the statistical Probability of it so just being—we're not that special. Basically, me and Cal believe, but it's more your your thought is more religious based. It can't, yeah, pretty much. I guess you. Would so say. I'll take. I'm going in my talking on the podcast with this. 
<laughs> my whole thing behind all of this, aliens, not aliens, and all that stuff, I'm a Christian, so I'm not, if you take this any other way, that's on you. You know how they say the Big Bang started everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What happened before the Big Bang? What caused the Big Bang? That's what my mind steers. Like all of a, the division like all of, of a sudden, all of a sudden it was exactly. Like, so my thing is forget like all the division of uh, religion and all that stuff. I like I love science type stuff. So I find myself always asking like, "Yo, what happened before the Big Bang?" And when you talk to astrophysicists and all them, they're like, "We don't know." So it's kind of like, what 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 uh, what Tyson say? That's why I did that voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, he, he, he on that. <laughs> but to your point, Cal, uh, even the early, early physicists, uh, like the people who were contemporary with uh, Albert Einstein, all his peers. Oh, oh, oh. So that was way before Einstein. Boy. Okay, I, don't, yeah, no, I know he was, he was before that, but I didn't know he fell into that. That, oh. that what it would be more so Newton. It would be Newton. both. These volunteers and these all the whoever these people are, I can't exactly remember, but I did watch a movie, gotcha. <laughs> and I looked I it up, and I looked it up too. But the thing is, many of these physicists, uh, these early scientists, they believed in God because it was like, yo, there's some stuff we can explain with our math and our intellect, but then there's a point where we just don't know, so we just leave exactly. that to powers bigger than us, and then they they just leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that you know they they don't explicitly say it's God. But you know, there's some belief there, so you know there's we can we can fill that with whatever we want. You know, whether you don't believe, believe it don't matter. Probably something out there. Probably something not. We'll find out in due time. Yeah, just as a scientist, if you say I don't know, that means the science ain't there yet. So if the yeah. science not there yet, what are we gonna do? Just like uh, when you talk about Einstein, he was like a pioneer of a lot of stuff. Yeah, in the physics community, with like quantum physics and all that stuff that people were like. Yo, shut up. This don't make no sense. But now, like when we're starting to look at stuff, and they're saying, like, well, nothing travels faster than light, right? But at the same hole, at the same time, a black hole can bend light. Or anything going towards a black hole actually stretches out. Um, and like galaxies, when they're near a black hole, they actually stretch out and then come back down. So it's like everything he was saying back in his day in the 40s actually is now starting to be proven with scientific facts in his formulas. Whereas back then he was looking at crazy. Yeah, true that. So, so, but again, like you said, like we didn't know. He just threw it out there, and now we're proving it. So, again, we don't know, man. Hey, man. Hey, my thing is, my buddy off of ancient aliens with the orange face and the fuzzy aliens. hair. He's fat now, man. Is he? Yeah, man. But uh, hey, the guys that uh people were saying back in the days that were coming from the skies could have been aliens. Sound like aliens to me. On that note, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but for real though, if you look at the, uh, if you look at uh, one last thing, if you look at the uh, actual a lot of the Renaissance art, they just got UFOs in the background. That's mm-hmm. you know. hey man, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, dead, I'm just so serious. Well, it's so a serious. fact, it's actual facts. So if you're looking back to ancient, all all cave drawings, all that type of stuff, you looking beans in beans in uh in the air. Yeah. You tell me if I look. If I look at that good times photo that they showed the uh, Oh, you definitely gonna see you gonna see Roger from American Dad in that joint with a makeup on and everything. <laughs> oh, it's, it's definitely alien in the back of the good times picture. And he doing he got his hands up too. He's the one with the jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> you saw, you saw <laughs> 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 Yo, 
<laughs> how skinny and long his arms were. Please don't come, come on, on now. Alien. Nah, but uh <laughs> you think those came from concussions from playing football? No. <laughs> football <laughs> on another planet, maybe. Ernie Ernie Barnes knew something. <laughs> come on now. But uh but yeah, we can I guess we nah we could dive into that as a as a, as a later. Hey, well, Lil Wayne is the first alien I ever knew. <laughs> Only if I had the Lil Wayne laugh. He's a, a Martian. Hey, no wonder he, he kind of falling apart now. You know, it's just, it's hard to stay on his <laughs> gravity. To, the gra- I was just about to say, the gravity and the atmosphere yeah. weren't out on hey, him. It's hard to survive this long on the planet. Yeah. He was supposed yeah. to be in and out. Yeah, he's, he's supposed to be going at the blackest height. Hey, I'm about to say, he's supposed to, come, he's supposed to come down here from 2000, 2010, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> over, over hey, he, he, he decided to stay another ten years, and everything just hit the fan. Man, that's crazy. Lil Wayne's an alien. Yeah, man. Or and Tommy Pickles would say an alien. Alien. Shout out Tommy Pickles. That's my dog. Got my dog. <laughs> but uh, on, on on that note, oh no, sorry, this is my part. I do this. Look, Sap, hold on, hey, before we end, Sap, you've been stepping over a lot of boundaries today. <laughs> This nigga said, hey, said I'm gonna go ahead and put check marks in my uh in the in the notes. I'm gonna fuck it up, but I'm actually nobody noticed. <laughs> hey, y'all gave yourself the keys. He's gonna drive that motherfucker. Oh, I, I thought I was coming today, man. I thought I was driving. He driving, he changing music, he doing navigation. Boy, he, he put his phone in the Bluetooth. <laughs> he order he order everybody food, but y'all don't get a y'all don't get an option what y'all get. He just ordering and y'all get <laughs> everybody drinks water. Hey, hey Sapson. Everybody get water, a small fry, and a single cheeseburger. <laughs> on that note, you said on that note. No, no, on that note. You know, this is my thing. This is my thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, on that note, we like to uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in to episode number sixty-four of Council in the Clutch. Uh, fellas, appreciate y'all coming here. Roy, he was on a uh, load management day. He had to, you know. Get itself situated for you know, yeah. That's not the point. Dion, you know, Dion's being Dion, so yeah. But uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. As I said, uh, appreciate all the love, support you guys are showing. If y'all have any uh topics that y'all want to hear us speak on, feel free to drop them in the council's DM or uh, even one of our individual pages. It don't matter. Just, just you know. Let us know. Don't you DM me. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> DMs are closed. This, this is where Roy would come in and and say some some good quality some, stuff. Something about random random things insinuating women and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So insert that there. But um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> let us know. Uh, it's quarantine time, so a lot of folk aren't doing as much as they may have been. If you aren't considered essential, quote unquote. Uh, quarantine. So if you want to be a uh, Want to be a guest on the show? Like I said, guidelines, 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 yeah. guidelines, guidelines. If, if we if we know you, then it's definitely a possibility. If we don't know you, depending on you know your your background, it's it could be hard pressed for you. Besides Roy, but, the Crumb TV, uh, but he'll get outvoted, so it won't make a difference anyway. So, uh, yeah, you know, ask wisely. But no, on a serious note, we appreciate y'all. Um, stay tuned for next week episode. We can keep this consistency going. Episode 64, we're rolling through. 67 overall. 60, yeah, 67 overall, 64 on the on the tracker, basically. So um, yeah. We out. I ain't gonna tell y'all what channel 67 used to be on that black box.